Hello and welcome back to the Bigger Podcast. We are now on to double digits, episode 10. It really took me 10 episodes to finally get on one of my favourite people. I was going to call you that nickname, but I won't. Oh, no. <laughs> Donna, Donna Field, Sister Field, whatever she's known as, she is. In here, she's known as a legend. Um, Donna has been a proud member of Re Academy since we opened, but I've known her longer than that because I was your coach originally, believe it or not, yes, a few yes. years ago. Yep. Um, but she was kind enough to support me in this venture. Didn't take much persuasion, um, but we'll get into that. We have to go back to the very start. A lot of people don't know this about Donna. Um, she isn't originally from Macrofelt. You might not pick that up with her accent. We will add subtitles to that. Oh, <laughs> not that bad. But um, yeah, tell us about who Donna Phil is, maiden name, because we can't just drop Donna Phil because you went that till you were 40 years or something. I'm only joking. Right, over to Donna. Tell us about yourself. Okay. Um, I'm originally from Kalibaki, as you said. Kalibaki. Kalibaki. You're very posh when you said it there. Not the usual. No, not the usual. Um, yes. So I went to Buick Memorial Primary School. Mm-hmm. And then Is it still standing, High. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, isn't it's it? still, still open. My schools aren't, well, both my schools are knocked out. Now. Are they? Uh, no, well, mine are still going, and my wee nieces and nephews and all them, they still they live there and they're all there. And Drug dealers. They are not. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, and Collybeck High School, then after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so, but tell me about tell me about Donna. What were you like? What was what was school like for you? Because like now, if you don't know this, Donna is a sister down in Antrim, and like a sister's explain what a sister is. Well, it's the ward manager of, um, I'm the ward manager of cardiology up in Antrim Area Hospital. So um, I suppose I'm responsible for everything there in the ward that happens. And um, if something doesn't happen right, that falls at my feet. If something doesn't happen you, right. Because you do get a tight because like, we go out cycling, which gives us three hours to talk. And like, there's some days you, you in there, you are ready for walking out that door. Yeah, no? Not so much now. Maybe in the last few years, yes, it was really tough going, but... Now at the minute it's nice that spells over and it's it's nice again. It's, yeah. It is nice. It's but did ten year old Donna want to be a sister, a nurse? Yes, I always wanted always to be a, a nurse. nurse. Yes. But te- but you yes. went a different route of becoming a nurse. Yes. Yeah. Because school. Tell us about school. Primary school, high school, well, suspensions, anything like that <laughs> that you want to get into. Probably yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, there used to be used to be like three or four different families where I lived and we were one of the poor families. We didn't have much, but there used to be families living around the, crowd, around the road and they used to be called the Mitchells. And I remember going into their house and the, his, her mummy was a nurse. Well, I think she was a nurse, but she had a wee paper hat. Yeah, that or I, she was into some weird stuff. <laughs> well, I think she was a nurse. But I always used to wear Only that on Fridays. wee hat. <laughs> Saturday nights. Uh, I always used to wear that wee hat, and I always says, "I'm going to be a nurse someday." So that was like embedded in you at a young age. Even really young, yeah, about five, six, seven, eight, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I went to primary school and, well, high school. I did nothing. I did nothing. I have no GCSEs. This is what I find amazing. Cause I remember you telling no me that. Because anyone that knows you, Donna, I'm not speaking out of turn. They they, they respect you because well because you're an absolute machine in here but like your background being a sister and stuff but everyone thinks there's only one way to do that good grades yeah. university placement no 
nursing. I have three girls. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, two of them grew up. There's another one. She's doing her GCSE. Says she, yes, you have to work hard at school and you have to get your GCSEs. But right? no, I was but, invited back to the high school one time to do a talk. Yeah. Whenever I, whenever I first joined down, they wanted me to come in and tell people how good education was. And I looked at them across the stage, one of the teachers, and I was like, I'm not going to agree with that. Educate. There's the problem is with schools, and I don't know if you want to agree with me or not. In this, this people in teachers and stuff in schools, they say to potentially the wrong people, stay on in school, get your right levels. When realistically, no, no, what they should be that. saying to them yeah. is, you know what, maybe school isn't for you. Why not get a trade? Why not go into something that you are going to enjoy? Yeah. Instead of them dragging their heels, because let's face it, schools get money for people coming back to do, do yeah. that. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. Yes. Um, but yes, do your GCSEs. For me. They have nothing else to do now, so they can't go off exploring the world. They can't go off and get jobs. So you, in your present moment now, Neil, the GCSEs, because that's all you can work yeah. on. That's for Hannah. Do your GCSEs. Hannah, do your GCSEs. You're doing brilliant. She's changed schools and she loves it and she's doing brilliant. Yes, yeah, she went from she, the rainy to the high school. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing loves it. High school. Loves the teachers, loves everything. She's doing brilliant. Well done, Hannah. Um, you wee legend. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, He's also got a Colobacky accent but never lived there, but we'll, no. we'll touch on that after. But there's a, the, the three of them do, they give a wee words they come out with. Maybe not so much Amy. We call her the posh one. Amy. Amy Amy is like the, the one of the main women in this place, so yeah, we'll she's... get on that. She'll be on the seat someday. Yeah. Um, but and she, yeah, she would say she's the posh one. She would, yeah. She would say she's the posh one. Um, but, um, well, yes. she has a house with 27 pound light bulbs, she's posh like. They're out of Ikea. I have a picture of them. There. I'm putting them in my house. They aren't. I'll buy you some. Okay. They're in Ikea. They aren't £27. That's probably seen them for £27. No way. I'm telling you, I have oh. a picture on my phone. I'll show you after. I'd take them hers out and sell them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, no, what were we talking about? School? Yes, GCSEs. But you decided, no, I'm not doing GCSEs. Was it your no, decision? No, no. I lived, my mother and father were separated. So we didn't have very much. My mum worked quite a lot. And uh, like, it wasn't, is that where you get your work ethic from? Probably. Well, it's either, I believe that you either go down one route, if you've seen that growing up. Yes. Or you work hard to get out of that and go the opposite route. Mm-hmm. So I had no choice but to work hard because I didn't want to have nothing or have, you Not know, so I wanted, to, on and yeah, stuff I wanted to do well for, for me and that's why because so. uh, we whenever my parents separated we went through the hard times I never experienced them before that because like yeah. my dad would work 70 hours a week he had two jobs he was tired all day and then he was taxiing all evening Yeah. so I, I seen that in him and I was like well if I want to be successful like my dad I have to work these hours I nearly killed myself doing it but it wasn't until they separated that I realised jeez he did put a like he put a lot of food on the table if that makes sense Yeah. it is scary whenever you have that pulled out from underneath you well, it wasn't homework that I was doing when I came home from school. We had a list of chores that we yeah. had to do because my mum was working. So, um, you know, there was five of us in the house. Well, maybe four at that stage because my elder sister, the oldest, she was in her own house. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, so it was chores and you had to do them. You didn't get lying on the Sunday morning. You got and you did the washing or the ironing or whatever. But um, Do you think kids now, they need to learn this? A bit of hardship? Yeah, it doesn't no harm. Uh, I, to, I speak to, to kids nowadays... Uh, the whole vape pandemic, we'll talk about that after too, but like you see them walking around vaping and they just don't give a crap. They don't understand. But what's that going to do for their generation whenever they start to come through? Yeah, and they don't know um, what down the line, like people used to smoke years ago and mm-hmm. whatnot, and then all these health problems now. Like they talk about cauliflower, like cauliflower lung. Aye. And years to come, 
popcorn lungs and yes, stuff. Yes, right? stuff like that, because they don't know what the side effects of these have. Because they haven't the been around long. Yeah. So, um, but it's the trend. But that's what I'm saying. Because people, vapes. like my my mum, she gave up cigarettes for vaping, and as far as we know, that's better because that's what we were told. Yeah. But then you see these 15, 16 olds walking around. They never smoked before. They just started vaping. Yeah. So they're doing it to be cool. And yeah. realistically, all us people, like all us, like slightly older people, are thinking you are tools. Tools. Yeah. But anyway, yes, you went home. You were doing your chores. Yes. So never thought of homework. Mm-hmm. Never did any of that. So when it came to GCSEs, I did like about a bit at school. I did. I carried on. You carry on? Never. I think I got through it in my biology class. I did get through uh, it in my biology class. I tell class. And I went, I went it wasn't your the, fault. No, it wasn't my fault. I went to the bathroom, I think, and I came back and the test tube was bubbling and bubbling and mm. I think it went on fire and I think we set the <laughs> I think, You said thank three times. They're and not going to come back and see you. You, you know, they can't do nothing about it tonight. God knows. <laughs> I got chucked out of my biology chemistry and that, and I wasn't allowed to set the GCSE, so I got a U in biology. But I didn't have, I didn't pass any of them, I failed them all. What did you do after you left high school? Um, I left school on the Friday, and on the Monday I started, um, it was a, a was it JT, YTP scheme thing or mm-hmm. something. So I worked five days a week, four days a week, and went to the tech one day a week, and I worked in a nursing home. Mm-hmm. Um, I was Rough a care job, there. I loved it. Loved it. I still remember my wee patients and things and the photos and wee dances and things that they had and people coming in on a Sunday and all doing them. Absolutely loved it. Couldn't drive, so I got a taxi out there in and out and the scheme paid for that. And then I worked there for a year and then I got a permanent job in the nursing home in Balmina. And I was in there for about a year and then I got my permanent job in the hospital. 26 hours, but I took it because it was a hospital because I always wanted to work in a hospital. Yeah, that was your stepping stone yeah. in. Yeah, so um, that was me. And that was when you, 26? 26 hours. I think 26 years old. I was 19. 19. 19. And you haven't, that's, that was the start of Nurse Donna. That was it, yeah. And then I have been working there ever since, 20, 29 years. Only how many more years to retirement? Seven? Well. Eight? Nine? Nine? No, um... They say I have to go another 12, but that we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. You'd do it, I say. If they said, do you hear, look, will you stay another 20, you'd do it. No, 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 no. Wouldn't. So back then you went in there, you got 26 hours. 26 hours, you were obviously doing more than that because... I was working four jobs. Four? Yeah, I was working four jobs. I had, um, I worked in a video shop. And all legends starting a video shop. All legends starting a video shop. You need a t-shirt. Extra vision. <laughs> a t-shirt. It wasn't extra vision. It was, it wasn't, I don't know what it was called. Oh, it was a call back. It, it was, was a, a knockoff when you got a DVD and and a bag of drugs. Stop <laughs> it. Um, you'll have to edit that. No, we don't edit nothing. Um, then, what else? I had my mum, Granny Bun. Granny Bun. She worked in a bun shop, so um, she worked in a bakery. Where oh, she got granny bun from? Yeah. Is it? Hi. I never, no never asked her. that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we caught, that's her name, granny bun. And I helped in there on a Saturday. Uh-huh. And What was this next job? Next Wait for it, wait for it. What did you do? I cleaned Jenny Bristow's house. Jenny Bristow's house. That's our claim to fame in here. We train Jenny Bristow's cleaner. <laughs> and cut up her vegetables. So you had a bit of a hand at her success then? Yes. Now, my mum used to do that before me, and then I did it, took over from her. 
until I had Amy, and then that was it. So you like hung about with Jenny Bristol? Would you still speak? Would you still speak to? I haven't seen her in years. Absolutely, no. haven't seen her in years. She would, she would never go past my mum, but without speaking. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, she does. She's young people. Mum worked for years for. Yeah. Usually, people get really famous and all they sort of. And like. I don't speak to anybody now. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm joking. You know her television things. You know the crew would have been in the house and they'd have been filming. And she used to hate the way I cut up her mushrooms and stuff because I used to wash them. Yeah. But she always just say, "Don't wash my mushrooms," but I couldn't have them eat. Aye, not just dirty. I don't like mushrooms yeah. anyway. Book. I still wash my mushrooms. Is there a thing you don't do? People don't do. I don't yeah. eat vegetables. I'm not supposed to. It makes them soggy. You're supposed oh. to wipe them with a, a kitchen. Hard pass on that. Are. Mushrooms are soggy. I remember I was up at um, Warren's house when he bought his first house and he's like, call up, we'll get a Chinese. So what do you want? I was like, I'll have chicken balls. You know, we Cantonese ones. Yeah. I was like, I love them. And we got them. And I'm, you, I remember I said to you, I'm real plate. Look at that wedding we were at. I'm real backward. You can tell that story. Everyone. But, um, I had one of them that was real soggy and I was like, I bit it and I was like, put the whole thing away thinking it was chicken. I was like, that is so soggy. It was a And then I was like, maybe that was just a bad one, but I didn't want to spit it out because that's rude. And then I bit into another one, it was half one. I was like, that's a mushroom. And I was like, oh my goodness, but it was a whole bag of them. So what did I have to do? Yeah. So it's just like, nah, I ended up just having to say, look, these are actually the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted in my life. It's all in your head. It's, it's not. If that was the case, I could eat vegetables. Mm. The most vegetables I'd eat, peas. Mushy peas. Mushy peas. Oh no, I don't like mushy peas. And sweet, but here, yeah, I like oh. corn on the cob, I don't like sweet corn. Don't, don't get it either, hey? Strange, isn't it? Aye. But then, it's, we are strange. That is, that is a bit of you there. You got a first-hand experience. I always, I said on this a couple of times that I am a real introvert. Like I, people don't believe me because I can sit in front of cameras, can talk in front of a room full of people, but I can't go up to the bar and get a drink of my own. But I, I think it was because you were taking half the bar down with you. I think you <laughs> just wanted me to look like a you were alcoholic. Well, like, yeah. You weren't having what do you mean, any. Look like one? Huh? Walk, walk the walk, like talk the talk. Five drinks don't carry that down. I'm so shy. I think you just wanted no. me to look like. Uh, guess, but pa- no, we couldn't pa- walk. Pair of cream trousers, but can't walk down. <laughs> couple of the drinks. Them <laughs> cream trousers. Yeah. In the back of a tractor. I never forget that thing. I'll never let uh, Mickey Moffat live that one down. Wait till she's back. Enjoy your honeymoon. Um, so yeah, you walk up at Antrim. Um, mm-hmm. I seen it firsthand the respect you get about that place. I do. And your wee red uniform. So I had COVID for four days and didn't realize I had COVID because I was doing the tests and they were coming back negative. But you knew. You come in here one day and you're like, you are grey. But you were lying up that stairs there and it was like, oh my gosh, look at the cut him. That was such joy to be in South Why do you still have to come to work? <laughs> um, Gray and you were like, go down, and they done a rapid test. Me like, you have COVID, and I, I was panicking. And you're like, do you think it's a guy phone charger, which I still have. Yeah, <laughs> never get that back. It wasn't mine. It was belonging to somebody's in the ward, and they were looking for it. But two weeks later, <laughs> no, I never seen it. I'll give it back. It's a good <laughs> long. No. Um, but tell us about that times during because that was a tough time for anyone working in the health industry. It was, we had March about... March 2020. March 2020. 2020, wasn't it? It was. Mm, I had just taken over a sister post in the January and... The January 2020? Yeah. What a time to do that thing. I know. Uh, me and another sister from... You love a Jesus challenge. CCU though. and MB3, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do love a challenge, but now that was one hell of a challenge. Mm-hmm. It really was. Um, we had about 10 new starts, new band 5 nurses. And What's it, expect for people don't know what a new band 5, like me, for example? A nurse straight out of, just straight out of university. So they were, their last placement was probably, um, they brought them all in early because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So they were able, they probably shouldn't have started until, what, October time, and they all started in the August. 
they got uh, brought in early and get paid like a band four instead of a band five. Yeah. And band five's pay scale for anyone to know. But are you band twenty six or no? No, I wish. <laughs> I'd be retired I've next seen your week. Percula. <laughs> <laughs> That's a coffee maker, a per- per- oh, <laughs> a really fancy coffee maker. I don't know. What's the thing at your back? Percula. The thing on the the, the wooden thing. What's that? You don't even know. Oh, no, yeah. oh, that's menopause brain. Uh, we'll talk about that the other day. Uh, yeah, so we had all these new starts. So it was absolutely because they had all our patients during COVID stayed with us because they were cardiology. Mm-hmm. But all the other patients who became. That's cardiology for anyone to know. The, the heart. Yeah. yeah. We know what that is because we're really smart. Like Sammy know. listens to this, he needs to know what cardiology is. Oh, Sammy. <laughs> Sammy got me lovely pacemakers and stuff. Of one of your gym members. Thank you very much. They were great. Oh, did I? Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, I do. I yes. Guess I know you already. Yes. So these new nurses were starting and um, they were coming in. We kept all our own patients. Think of the fear of them nurses coming yeah. into that. Because like COVID at the start was terrifying. There was no visitors allowed. We patients were dying. They were. It was just awful for the families, for everybody, for the new nurses. Um, you know, like they were sitting with relatives on an iPad, watching their wee loved ones. It was just awful. You were coming in every day, and the nurses was crying to you. Horror stories. And you had to be strong enough to get them through their neck. That shift, never mind coming back in the next day. But you took a lot on your shoulders, and I seen it firsthand because like there was times where you were pulling like ten extra hours at your rear end. Well, you day. just wouldn't end. You just didn't know when you were coming home. When you could, that could have been days and days. Well, Stephen never says very much. He's, I can see it. But he, he needs to be like that, though. He, he never, needs to be understanding. Well, look, do you know, Stephen's a workaholic anyway. Uh, and, uh, you know, so a bit of give and take in each Stephen's side. Stephen's punching, but, so he knows his place. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I'm only joking, Stephen. Don't come at me. Great, <laughs> <laughs> clever here. Um, you know, you just had to. There's nothing else you could do. If you're responsible for the ward, you know, you can't just walk that, away and leave your staff. We had so many t- conversations about that because there was times where like your staff were just walking away. Yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't. And they so you were sitting. Cope. You were sitting there, and you were having to take on the work of everyone. But if you've got a manager that just walks out and leave, what does that show your staff? You can't do that. You have to. Like there was many. Where did you get that mindset from? Well, when you have a strong mindset. When I, mean, I finished propping them up and maybe then the band sixes then were getting it tight because they were having to pull up and do some of the work that the band fives was doing because they couldn't cope. Mm. Well, I maybe went into the office and then had a cry myself. Do you know what? It was just awful, but you just had to get on with it. That was a long time. girl pants on and get on with it. Your big girl pants on. And just get on with it is right. But, you know, but it's the, the over trust, now. The trust do anything for it. Well, I don't know if you can actually talk about it, but the trust do anything after to help decompress all that. Too late. Do you see the first thing that ever helped was the first lot, we didn't get any army coming in. Yeah. That's it, but we did then at the very end. But mm-hmm. it was too late. Yeah. It was too late. And there was a fella, I'll never forget him. And he came in and he was like my big brother. He was just a breath of fresh air. But of a different mentality. Yeah. There was a physio and he was a bit rude. He went into a ward one day without mask and thing on. And we were trying to prevent the spread because mm. our patients were waiting for bypass. Yeah. Like, and if they caught COVID and that would have 
been enough to hold them back for another two weeks. And they'd already been waiting four or six weeks yeah. for their bypass. And that's away from their loved ones at home. So it is a very tough time for them. But this boy walked in and he came out and he was a bit rude to me. And he says, do you want me to sort him? I says, I've been sorting boys like him a long time. <laughs> I'm from you, you back him. Right. <laughs> says, I'll sort him. But it was just nice. Are you still in contact have... with him, though? No, he, he, he hasn't. Um, I don't know where he's at at the minute because mm. I suppose he just Bounces goes to life. different places. Is he a medic? You know? He was, yes. And then medics get to he your potions here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. Lovely, lovely fellas we had, you know, and that was the first time that we ever felt. Right, we can breathe again, you know, mm. but um, it was nice to have them. We had a big ceremony for them and all whenever they were leaving. And, uh, who organised that? Um, it was trusted. Oh, was I thought you yeah. did Because you do No, everything. I got them all bottles of drink each for Of course you did. You, you mm. know, for as well. Are really expensive buns? Mm. No, well, we probably did have buns, yeah. We always have a wee spread yeah. when somebody's leaving, yeah, we do. Because yeah, um, I remember you asking us to come in. We come in on the challenges yeah. just to sort of bring a bit of morale into them. And oh working with them, I've never met a bunch like it. They are wild. Yeah, there is. So competitive. That, well, they are competitive, yeah. From yeah. the top. And you know, we really needed that at that stage because all them new nurses and things at that time, the consultants, some of them didn't even know the nurses' names mm. because you weren't allowed a lot of people in wards and things at one time. Mm. But that was the first thing to bring them all together. And they were petrified at the beginning, but at the end, and then that day in the jungle. Wild, wild bunch of people. Oh, so competitive. Laugh. That was the second one so, we took them to the jungle then. Was it? Uh, yeah, the second one. The yeah. first one then was... But I remember, remember I had, I remember going to the trust with it. I think this was before we decided we were going to do it. And they, I had to go on a Zoom call with three people. I had to show them, I had to show them a certificate, which I could have just made up anyway. Yeah. I had to show them my proof of insurance and they were like, right, we'll get back to you. Never heard back from them. Everything is so hard. It is a lot easier now. We have, since COVID, a health and wellbeing. And I'm a champion for that. I think we have a meeting tomorrow. Of course, of course And um, Yes, I am a champion for that. That's right. And so since COVID, things have moved on. So mm -hmm. now people like you, and you have come in since that, haven't you? Yeah. And that was the time we put them all to the jungle then. Yeah. Um, so it is a lot easier to get personal trainers, like, a lot of different things, dietitians, everything to come in and have talks and whatnot. So they are starting to help. Yeah. The trust is starting to realise yeah. that these people need some kind of guidance. But it was all after COVID, yeah. Mm -hmm. After all that. Yep. Um, then they were just putting out fires during COVID, weren't they? It's like, what fire can we put out today? We, you, you sort of went in one day and they said one thing and then it was another thing. But it was just, you, nobody knew what way to deal with anything. and Because like, they probably had never been under that kind of pressure. No, no. But there is things like, um, you know, like we do have stuff that we still stick to now that we learned through the COVID, you know. And so we there still is have, benefits coming Yeah, there, there is, you know. There I guess sometimes you go into the GPs, you don't know whether you're wearing a mask, if you're not. And I'm like, right. Do you get into your GP? Well, anytime we're taking Mabel. Mabel right. gets priority. You see, cook doctors, big shout out to cook doctors. I'm not a member of cook doctors, but I'm going to change. Alex rings up and just mentions Mabel and they're like, yeah, bring her up. Oh, and they just squeeze her good. in. Ah, they are very good with her. Good yeah. thing she's a wee darling, isn't she? Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah. And then let's talk about this new chapter in your life too. Not the menopause. We'll get on to that in a <laughs> second. About being a granny. Oh, being a granny. Love being a granny. Yes. Super granny. I remember, oh, the, I granny. Rem you are, because like, you're not like, I would say you're not like a normal granny. How many normal grannies get up at half four in the morning to come train? Um, I remember when you first... We were first out in a 5am class, you were like, do you think I could do it? And I was like, Donovan, there's anybody that can do it. Because if you don't know, anytime we come up with a challenge, I, I make a list, I take a list of names, and I always just write Donna's in. I'm like, Donna's in. Uh, I don't even get asked anymore. Uh, you've done the seven summits, you've done the oh, that was 100k walk, and you walked like 
majority of it until your trousers ripped. <laughs> um, you, you, you're here for every challenge whether it's working out whether it's walking whether it's going up mountains you don't ask what the challenge is as soon as I say challenge you're like yep when is it so I can get booked off work yeah yeah I, I like a challenge but you have like such a strong mentality one of the strongest I've ever seen oh, I don't know I don't but then know. that's just the other thing you're very modest too. Oh, well I do love a challenge and like Life would be kind of boring if you didn't push yourself. So, like, well, why not? And if you can't do it, you can't do it. You've tried. Mm. You know, so, um, but I have managed everything so far. Haven't been beat yet? Well, yeah, most things, yeah, yeah. We'll talk after what you haven't. Mm. We won't tell anybody. Um, if you're talking about that second time on the seven, someone says, I touch your subject. Yeah, that needs to be relived. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're going to, to do it. need to relive that. That doesn't sit well. We're going to summer. <laughs> um, but, like, any, anything... What, what what would you find tough? Like what's your Achilles heel? Apart from water. Because yeah, you overcome it. You, I wouldn't say water's your weakness now. I have a great video of you coming down that blue slide. Yeah. I've never been down the blue slide. I heard you say that the other day <laughs> and I thought, you put me down that bloody slide. No one ever asked. I'm just like, here, look, we're going down this blue slide. And they're like, okay. And then Chrissy goes down it for a demo. And I'm like... I, no, I can't swim. But I just can't put my head below the water and swim. And then I can't do heights. But you have seen you... Drop backwards. You can't do heights. I must take note of that. No. So you drop backwards into the water. But that took me ages the it first time fall. to even do that. Did you that. do the one down in down in Rise and Conquer? Yeah. Where was that? Down in I can't ever say it. I said Colabaggy. They call it forest. I said Colabaggy, Portland Owen. No. It's not even I said Colabaggy. What's the one? Glenara. Glenara. Yeah. Did you do the water down there? Yeah. I couldn't Sammy remember. got me through that one too. You were there too. You I, were that was it sure, I was, I was the one that was doing the demo yeah. on it and I was holding and, and everyone was like staring out and I was like, I'm going to have to do this. But now. that's not an easy thing there. The trust fall backwards. No, ah, them sort of things aren't easy. But anybody can just jump into the water. I have a video of it. Alex has a video. Shame she took it on an Android. But it's got a video. You changed iPhone. Peer yeah. pressure. I'm not about iPhones. There's no point having any other phone. But um, she has a video of everyone going out and like a queue to go out and then me and Sammy were out there dropping people in. And I was like, we can't put that in social media because that looks like we have just, you know why people think yeah, this is a cult? Yeah, it's a cult. No, like we've just done the whole baptism. And there was a wee man walking up the path and he was he kept looking as if to say, what is, what going, is going on? What have I came across? These Hylians. But then anyone at Macafelt would say the same. This gym is. I don't think wrong. But it's because we don't do, I, I spoke to somebody before and they were like, look, I says, how do you have such a successful gym? It's, they do something completely different to us. It's another Macafell gym. But it was like, I just do the things I like to do. And they're like, we, it's a modest kind of gym. They go out and have wee days out and stuff and all. I was like, this is what I like to do. And he's like, we'll do it. And the first time we did it, I, it was the first beach day we had done. Yeah. And there was, we had, I think we had roughly 60 members. And 50 of them were standing on that beach. 10 were on holidays or away. I was like, this will do me. Yeah. No, the, beach, the first beach day was good. I liked it. Somebody asked me, how did you get that many people on the beach? I was like, I give them all a free t-shirt. <laughs> Daring <laughs> for a t-shirt. Daring for a t-shirt. You just you must have, a black one. You must have like some. <laughs> sure the, the high rocks ones are going to be light pink. Light pink? Uh, I like pink. Pink looks good with a tan. Mm. So I've been told. I don't know. I wouldn't know. Uh, um, so tell me, what's life like as a granny? Oh, I love being a wee granny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have them every Wednesday. Most Wednesdays I get them. Was it a change? Did you notice a change? I noticed. What do you mean? And, and as a change? And you, and you, like, because you, like, you look at grandparents, and I first thing I I said I can't imagine being a grandparent, but like I says, 
um, Jackie always says that Mabel looks like Alex. And I was like, does that not weird to you? Like that you're like, does you not think that's your child? If that makes sense. Yeah. Not look at them and be like, that's yeah. just an extension of me. You're no. not really overprotective, no? Oh, of course. Like, he never do you any wrong in my eyes. And he's a wee rascal. And like, he's, he's mad about him. Oh, don't know. Do you, do you, do you see he's know. different with his grandchild more than his children? Oh, yeah, I don't think he ever hardly changed in that way. Because this is what my mum says about my did, dad. But probably not very much. Probably didn't do, he He would do everything. He'd take him every day. He was yeah. called there tonight after work and all. Mm. I'm sure he scundered, but anyway, um, I called last night. But that's no, what I had him about. last night. That's I what it's all about, night. though. But um, no, I'm nearly at the stage where oh, I better not offer to take him now in case she thinks I'm too having him too much or something, you know. You hear, but no. as a new parent, <laughs> yeah, can they ever have him too much? Yeah. Again? Bye. I was we caught up beside my bed and all. Are you we next to me and all? Yeah, no, it's a proper. Well, you, you know, we we are currently in the middle of a move and. Alex looked at Jackie, or Jackie looked at Alex and was saying, I'm getting me a wee bed for a room. That was one of the nicest things. I was Aww. like, are you going to take her every Saturday? Every Saturday, just from like midday till Sunday. You can keep her on Monday. <laughs> I don't know how that. You're passionate. I'm mad about it. But she's just started sleeping in our bed, which is causing a lot of sleepless nights. But just got used to it now. I know. The other morning I was about to get up and, well, I was getting up, but her wee feet were like over my shoulder and I just seen these wee toes. And I was like, I'll lie here for five more minutes. No, I can't lie with them in the bed now. That's no. one thing I can't do, no. It's not like you're going to roll on top of them, she'll soon kick you, like. Well, <gasps> last she's night, big enough, but. Last night, I, I fist bump Alex. I, I don't always do it, because that makes me sound like a creep, like I fist bump my wife, but I was like, that there, and then Mabel put her hand up for a fist bump, and Aww. that just, I was like, look at the change in that child. Uh, a week on holidays, and she's so into you. I know, but I suppose she just loves that whenever you're there uh, every day and whatnot. Machine. Yeah, because you notice in Louis, um, it used to be Amy was with them all the time and, whenever. Thing, yeah, uh, yeah. and she was very clingy but now I says it won't be long until Matthew what you see we're running outside with you and sure that's what he's at and he doesn't care about her now well he does care about her but it's daddy 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 I'm and mad for that because the now. first time ever like anytime Alex left the room or anything and would run after her or cry if she left the house yeah. and the other day I was leaving and she cried so I came back in I was like I'll sit with you for 10 minutes I've got 10 minutes why not this is the first Aww. time you've ever cried after me yeah. But Aww. it's amazing, aren't they? Kids are. Hungry. They are. But oh, if you had yeah. asked me, if you had asked me two years ago, I'd be like, nah, kids are so annoying. Oh, but I love me. You're me. very ready for another one now. Calm down. Um, so tell me, menopause. You want me to talk about it? Your experiences so yeah. far? Because a lot of people don't know you're perimenopausal from 35, I think it is. We have a Women's Health Day. It'll be the same week. This is out next Saturday, but this is out next Monday. So. It was just Saturday past. Um, we were bringing in the mum physios because it was actually you and my mum were sound talking to... Mm-hmm. Who was it was... Talking was it... JJ. JJ, JJ is our nutritionist. Yes. And you were talking about menopause and I was like, oh, that's oh, such a debut subject. I'm going to walk away. But then I was like, you know what? No, I'm not. I can talk to my mum about menopause. I'm really hip and cool. But um, how's your experience been with it? Well, I didn't realise just how many symptoms you could actually have. Mm-hmm. Because it's a big change. Oh, hair falling out. Mm-hmm. You could wake up one day, this joint sore, or your knee sore, your ankle sore, that could be that one the next day. Um, there's so many symptoms. What about moods and stuff too? Oh, yeah. Stephen just had to pull up by his side, didn't even have to get out of the car. Didn't <laughs> have to say a word. Didn't even have to come in the house. Just pulled up. He knew. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> it was like a demon. <laughs> I can't imagine you being like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I, well, 
But anyway, that's changed. I'm not like that anymore. Um, but palpitations at night, um, sweats, unreal. I really like hot flushes. Well, mine isn't really hot flushes, but it is really bad. You're roasting. I mean, absolutely sad. You mm-hmm. it like it's awful. I call it like an internal chest boiler. Pain. Oh, do you get chest pain? Yeah. I never knew that. And every time I say that to one of the consultants, <laughs> I take you up the road and do an angie. No, you will not. <laughs> absolutely not. But sometimes somebody will mention, like we have we've quite a few people going through at the minute, but sometimes they would mention something like, oh, I'm roasting and I'm like, do you want me to open the shutter? And like, that's not that kind of roasting, <laughs> but I've already said it. I've already it's said it. Moment. I'm like, oh. But I've I've started to realise it's better to talk about things. Like when I'm in the remamas and stuff and all they're talking about periods, birth and traumas, you name it, vaginas, the heap. And I'm like, I just got stuck in and talk about it too. Like, yeah. I don't care. Whereas before I somebody that said period and I'd have been like, oh, oh, oh <laughs> the words swallow me off right now. Like, but, nah. but it is it's part of life. It is part of life. And you know what's like, eyesight, my eye, I can't see. I have to wear my glasses every day now. Oh, no I feel way. Like I'm getting old now. Before I No, I can't see properly. But um, no, so yeah, but it's part of life and you just have to go on with it, you know. So. And what would your advice be to anyone going through it? Because you give me a good Talk bit about of advice. It. You give yeah. me a good bit of advice. You said to me, check it with my mum more. Yeah. You do overthink things a lot as yeah. well. You do overthink things. You do think, kids don't need me anymore, you know. I'm not needed anymore. Or, you know, you think, like, my two girls has grown up now and Hannah's, she's at edge, she's running about with her wee friends and things. And that's fine. And that's, but then you, you do just come to an edge and like your mum was probably the same and anybody else, like your, your own life and everybody mm-hmm. else. And, but you do still feel, right, we call every now and again, just mm-hmm. check up on me, make sure I'm okay. Um, but then I do have a tendency to run at 100 miles an hour. You at 100 an hour. And then <laughs> you just, I don't know, you've never had burnout. I will. A few times. You know, I do. Um, it's, it's sometimes you're listening to everybody else's problems sometimes and you just need to take a wee step back every now and again. Because uh, funny, I, I get it all the time. Like I, you hear so many horror, not horror, you get the odd horror story, but you get everyone's weight put on you. Mm-hmm. And it took me about a year and a half and I actually broke and I was like, this is too hard for me. This is actually, you, you noticed it in me. Yeah. Um, and I was like, because I, I was a happy-go-lucky guy, and then for a long time I was just couldn't speak. Yeah. And I love that chat. Oh, but it, it took it took something like that for me to actually go and actually talk about it, and yeah. it was uh, like a supervision. So I started to unload onto somebody else, as a professional. Mm-hmm. So every time I get something that I can't hold, just go and pass the burden. Yeah. It's one of the best things I ever did. Yeah. No, you do. You have to. You have to learn to talk talk to some just to get it off your shoulders you know because mm-hmm. you can't carry yeah it's all right to give advice and that and you're not always right you know you're, you don't know the answers I'm 30, all the time. I'm 30 years old I'm still young I'm still living my life and then, then there's people asking me questions about things and I'm like I'm not even asking questions they just want they want to speak yeah and I want to listen because I want to help people but mm-hmm. sometimes it's it's hard yeah no you do you need to you need to share we have a good circle like I love going up there after the five o'clock class up there and the chats up there everyone the crack's good. I seem crack to just get belt good. fed all the time. Everyone just slavers on me, but I love it. Slavers rest. You know, slavers <laughs> rest. Um, it's good to always have that good group of people. Like, like I, our cycle team and all we had out for a while. It was yeah. always good to get out and get them yeah. talks. It is. And now yeah. somehow I've been roped into a coffee shop with a two of them. Shop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. That's class. I can't wait to get me oh, coffee. Yeah. Some crack. Yeah. You going to learn how to make the coffee? So? Nope. 
Nope. Doing the social media and working oh, with people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is talk about actually getting training, but they have baristas not lined up. It's, I'm honestly like just there to keep everyone in the crack. Aye. Like here. Yeah. What, what is it I was called here? The mascot. The mascot. Aye. Huh? <laughs> I was right the other day. The mascot. <laughs> yeah. I asked Emma to be on, this, uh, be on this podcast so she went and listened to them all in one day. <laughs> I think I was listening to them. No, I just haven't. I can't. You know what I'm like with my phones and passwords. And she things. changed an iPhone. It was the best decision she ever made because before that you had a watch, sorry. Someone tell me what anybody. A notebook. A no- what is it? A notebook. A notebook. Like a percula. It did me the very job. <laughs> no, it didn't. Percula. Percula. Is it? Somebody, whenever you listen to this, let us know what the wooden thing is you put up outside. It doesn't really have a roof on it. It wouldn't stay. Well, is it stay? It is Fancy, she's posh. Let me call it back now. It's not. It's posh. If I was in Colabaki, it's a pergola. Pergola. If that was a steel one in Colabaki, it'd already been cut down and sold for scrap. I have a very bad opinion of Colabaki. I have family lives in Colabaki. One of my really good friends is from Colabaki, so I just like to give people from Colabaki. You love toast up there. I toast, yes. Toast, lovely. I went in and there was no toast. There was all buns, but we'll not talk about that. So, tell me, last question. Isn't doesn't it fly in? Yeah, I, was I to- and you were real nervous by coming on this. Nervous, yeah. So what's your? Well, this isn't the last question. What's your advice for the next person that has to come on? Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, sure. So it's just a wee chat. Wee chat. Wee chat. It's like being up there at five o'clock on Friday morning only after with, the class. Only with less profanity. <laughs> yeah. And it smells better. <laughs> <laughs> if oh, I yeah, if I was eighteen year old Donna, I'm eighteen year old Donna right now. Oh, what would your advice be to eighteen year old Donna? Gosh, my advice to me eighteen year old Donna. Um, well, We're I wouldn't change who I am and my work ethic and that because I wouldn't, you know, like um, uh, I love my job. I would say life's for living and mm. enjoy it, enjoy the ride and. Any rejections that you get along the way, it's not, um, it's a changing journey for you and just embrace it and go with it. Um, you know, enjoy your life and if you want to do something, just do it. Just do Take it. on the challenges and just do it. What's the worst going to happen? Yeah, yeah, sure. You, you, uh, you just can't do something well, then rewrite it and do something again. So what? So what? But, um, yeah, don't worry about things. I think we've all a habit of overthinking and worrying about worrying things. Worrying about what people think. Yeah. Uh, big like, believer in that. I was bad for that. Yeah. I think that's why I'm so, like, I was so cautious about doing that coffee shop thing. I was like, people are going to think I'm taking my eye off this or overstepping. That makes sense. But then I thought, you know what? My two mates asked me to do this and the crack's good. And you've got them to, to help you out. So... When you are doing something else, they can sort out something there. Maybe they'll have something else on, then you'll sort it out. So you've got each other exactly. to lean on. Exactly. Sure, why not? I'm planning baristas in the gym that I want to help out too. <laughs> Donna makes horrible coffee in the morning, so I want to get into that. Mellowbird. 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 So thank you very much. That's 10 episodes wrapped up. If you want to follow Donna on Instagram, I'll put her name here. But honestly, she is a disaster. And But hey, she'll maybe I'm eventually learning. get around to it and put a story up of her day in her life. This is ours. Um, next week, we have Alex on because we're going to talk about all things buttons. Okay. <laughs> It'll be a fun one. Um, but again, thank you very much. And if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. It lets us know that you are listening and we're not just talking amongst ourselves how do you subscribe (laughs)
We'll do a walkthrough in the next one. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs>